0: Hello, and welcome to the Platform Podcast, hosted by Marketplace Risks Elle Tucker, a former journalist who writes, speaks, and consults on the sharing and gig economy. Elle is also the chair of the Marketplace Risk Advisory Board. Please note, this podcast has been prepared for informational purposes and is not legal advice by the Marketplace Risk team or the presenters. The material discussed should not be construed as legal advice or a legal opinion on any specific issue. We urge you to consult a lawyer concerning your own situation and any specific legal questions you may have. Please contact us at info at and we can put you in touch with the appropriate professional. And now, without further ado, I will hand things over to Al.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Platform Podcast. I am excited to be joined in this episode by Tom West, who is CEO and founder of of Rent my Tom, welcome to the podcast. Hi Elle. How are you today?
2: Oh I'm good, I'm good. Thank you very much for having me and inviting me on. I'm very excited.
1: Um, so we have recently actually met in person at the Sharing Economy Global Summit which was brilliant um, and I was pleased to actually finally get to meet quite a few people in person there. So thank you so much for coming along. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it.
2: It was brilliant. It was a, a thoroughly enjoyable event. Really interesting to to meet many of the other, not just founders, but uh, integral parts to the sharing economy, um, especially insurance and some of the risk elements. Um, a little bit geeky, but it was quite exciting.
0: <laughs> now
1: you are you, you're a you're a funny one because you're wearing um, the sort of hat of a a startup founder that's that's sort of new, but actually. You have been in this world for longer than I have, which is a fair amount of time, and you've been in the background doing sharing economy type things and building up to this. So I'm really intrigued to hear a bit more about your journey. I always say journey, even though it's cheesy, but I'm, I'm going to say journey, um, because uh, you've you've sort of been in this space uh, for a while, but also the idea for RentMy, which you can tell us all about in a in a, a bit, um. It has, has been bubbling around for a while. So what happened in 2006, I want to know, and what is your background? <laughs> How did you get, get into all this?
2: So that's a, a, a long old question. And mm-hmm. I'll try and give you the, the shortest version I possibly can, otherwise we're going to overrun from just that one question. <laughs> um, you're right. Um, I, am, uh, I have been in the sharing economy and monitoring the sharing economy for the last uh, 15 years. Years, um, but uh, my involvement in tech goes a little bit further back than that. I used to um, work for a reverse logistics company out in Fullerton, California, um, and we and it was in the early days of the internet, um, early two thousands, and I helped um, transform how they did business uh, and the way they did business. Um, so we 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 built. A uh, model that, that, rather than shipped um, items from across the US back to California, um, we we built a model where we were able to sell the items prior to them being shipped from the various locations all over the US. Um, this dramatically reduced the the costs to the business, um, both logistically and, and um, operationally, uh, and uh, so we, we managed to turn a much greater profit eventually the uh, the CEO managed to uh, exit quite nicely. Sadly, that wasn't me. Um, so that was, that was my first involvement in, in both tech and also being in business. I got a real flavor for it. Um, I got really excited about the opportunities, the way you can think of solutions to problems. Um, and also reverse logistics is about retaining items uh, and keeping them in use rather than just um, sort of sending them to recycling, uh, or not a recycling, but landfill. Um, so that was a really interesting sector, uh, something that really excited me. When I um, when I came back to the UK, I uh, I started working um, in, in family business, which is hospitality, um, and uh, I sat there pondering on a holiday, um, hold on a minute, we, we should do things slightly differently because... I want to rent a kayak, and I couldn't get my hands on a kayak, and that was where RentMy was sort of born. Um, and uh, I just wanted to go out for a paddle um, out on a nice calm sea. Couldn't do it, uh, and just sort of saw these kayaks sitting in the front of people's lawns, and I just thought this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so started researching how it'd work, wrote a business plan, thought, here we go, Dragon's Den, retirement by by thirty, everything sorted. And that didn't happen because uh, when I started looking into it, the sharing economy really wasn't ready. Uh, payment gateways were were in the formative years, so
0: what PayPal was about like the
2: strongest thing up. This was 2006. Oh, right, okay. So this is 2006, yeah. And uh, PayPal was sort of – the idea about the way we were going to use PayPal was that we would send you a payment, including the deposit, and then the owner would then send back the payment on return of the item. Um, but obviously – I mean, the risks in that are quite <laughs> obvious, quite mm-hmm. transparent. Um, so we, we felt that wasn't really uh, an option. Um, and technology-wise, it really wasn't there either. It was mm-hmm. a huge investment. So we waited patiently. Um, I then uh, was so – I, I decided to go off and build other businesses. Um, and I was involved in a recruitment agency. Um, I owned a convenience – well, I actually built and owned a convenience store. And then in 2008, the recession hit, um, and my convenience store, um, so I, we owned at the time a recru- recruitment agency, a, a convenience store. Um, we had a bar and a restaurant as well. Um, and when the convenience store got hit by the more, more by the recession, because it was in the ground floor of the council buildings, and so the councils got rid of 30% of their staff overnight, and I sat there at the back of the office just trying to think, How do I solve this problem? I'll do online delivery. And so I built and developed a home delivery system in late 2008, early 2009 um, that enabled customers to have a home delivery within 30 to 45 minutes of their order, which was unheard of. Yeah, nobody else
1: was doing that in in 2008,
2: were they? No, so I got picked up. By booker cash and carry um and eventually sold the business to them went and worked for them for a couple of years became a lobbyist um uh for both mps and meps um up until 2011 and then in 2011 sadly my um, stepfather passed away and uh i decided that i didn't want to chase that uh, that vision of of retirement by 30 um and i wanted to just uh sort of come home and so i bought my local pub, um, hospitality business back again, which I, I'd been missing. And um, and I almost sort of, not semi-retired, but just sort of felt like that was it. Nice little retirement, leaving my local pub. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to sort of the last nine years have, have just rocketed. Unfortunately, you can't keep uh, a businessman down for too long. An entrepreneur down for too long. <laughs> they they, they sort of get too excited about ideas and plans. And uh, nine years on after buying that pub, I bought I bought another two, uh, and now it's a it's a, a seventy employee strong, two and a half million pound turnover business. that I'm the chairman of. I don't I don't have any direct day to day involvement, and it enabled me to just pick up and say, well. What about this rent? My idea. I wonder. I wonder if that's ready yet.
0: Yeah, and, um, as the technology. So now we're cooked. back to the yeah.
1: It was
2: yeah, and I got really excited coming back into it.
1: Yeah. And so rent my. We're talking about a stuff sharing marketplace. I, I use that term broadly, but just so that we we know where we are and listeners know where we are here. Um, it's it's items um, and it's uh, a sharing marketplace so t- tell me a bit more about the model itself and and I know you and I have talked before about the the global landscape of, of stuff sharing marketplaces and you know we know and have seen others come and and sometimes go I wonder what what makes rent my different and and how have you approached the the stuff sharing problem because I think it is one of the hardest ones to crack isn't it <laughs>
2: It is, and I'd, I'd love to say we've cracked it, but we're still we're still figuring it out. And I think I'll, I'll forever be figuring it out, because uh, even even if we do end up being you know, the Amazon of, of all rentals, um, I still want to stay on top. So I want to make sure that we're still being innovative all the way through. the The stuff sharing element um, is really looking at what other people are, are, are sort of willing to share at the moment, um, and uh, we we. I remember writing in 2006, you'd sleep in other people's spare rooms and people just thought I was crazy <laughs> um, when they read the business plan. But now we look at it and, you know, it's it's very much, uh, uh, you know, you've got Airbnb, but you've also got um, uh, couch surfing platforms and things like that. So it's quite common practice now. Mm. Um, people are far more open to these house these sitting and, and, and you yeah, know, yeah. all sorts, Yeah. Yeah, under the doormat, all those things. They're all fantastic. One of the things we started when we are looking at stuff sharing was actually what's trust is is always going to be critical and key to what we do. So we've we've approached it with a risk first, sort of, you know, we've got to reduce the risk first. Um, now, how can we do that? Well, prevention is better than cure. So, you know, solid onboarding techniques, making sure that our, our user base is a verified user base. Um, it's, it's robust. It's not going to... Have um, criminals or or other other people trying to use the platform for fraud um, uh, on board. So we're we trying to sort of end up with a, a gatekeeping principle. Once once they're on board, we need to monitor what's going on, the behaviour, traits, and then also it's it's about what's what works for scale. You know, mm-hmm. how do we build a platform that can scale? Uh, and so we've not um, we've not adopted. The traditional model of, of buy some software build some scale um and see how you get on because we've seen other platforms do that time mm-hmm. and time again and just fall by the wayside yeah and the definition of stupidity is to keep doing the same thing and keep failing so we're not going to do that we're going to build to build the right software that needs to be built for the rental economy um and for the sharing economy and then We'll be able to layer it um, so it works for multiple different um, Mm -hmm. definitions. So it can be stuff sharing, it can be skill sharing. Um, I mean, when we talk about stuff sharing, it can be healthcare sharing, you know, internally in in a particular structure or externally between other healthcare providers. Um, There's a variety of different options that this software will be able to to manage and do. So software really is the the key to it and the platform we build it from is, is absolutely critical
1: so it's stuff first um but then it's mm-hmm. the kind of let, let's see where where this takes us mm. in in terms of the stuff itself you mentioned kayaks and i know from experience that a lot of the stuff-sharing marketplaces around the world have often begun with a kind of sports outdoor kind of, you know, focus. Uh, I've seen that one before because presumably that, that makes sense. It's a sort of, you know, infrequently used high value items so check check isn't it um Mm -hmm. so that that does make sense in terms of other things what do you think are the barriers to people's stuff sharing and and how broad do you think the the range of items that people would be willing to share is um i know it's not something like as you say um staying in other people's homes um you know renting out your spare room it's not something that's been normalized yet but why what what do you think the barriers are for it becoming normalized and and what are you going to do about that
2: so that's that to us is is about the the trust of the community Um, and so when when we look at who we're onboarding we make sure that they're going to be trustworthy on the platform but also the trust of the platform itself and how the community views the platform, because we are integral to that community. And so making sure that that insurance is a key part of that, that's something we really have been focusing on. We haven't pushed out um, past our pilot yet, because we haven't found the right insurance products that we feel comfortable with, would enable us to to scale rapidly. We believe there's a market, looking at uh, our, our market research, but also, seeing uh, other platforms out there that are operating but operating at far higher cost to the um, to the end users um we believe there's a market for this and a demand for this but we just we need to make sure that we end up with the right transparent insurance product. um we think that's critical to to success um, and uh we our, our market research shows that 71 percent of users really do want transparent open insurance um, on the platforms
1: mm-hmm. so i want to create a, an image in my mind of of, of a typical rent my user and what they're doing how they're using the platform how you know what they're listing what they're renting you know in, is there a kind of you know kind of perfect picture of what that would look like for you and can i sort of tap into it <laughs>
2: yeah um it's it's initially we're looking at the, the sort of the light greens are adopting in quite a nice way. So people that are already uh, open to the idea of sharing, they started, uh, recycling more often. They potentially either bought or certainly really heavily considered an electric vehicle, um, they're focusing on, on sort of making changes in their lifestyle. Um, that, that, that will be positive and have an impact, um, on, on their carbon footprint, um, the. The secondary sort of customers we'll start seeing coming through will will tend to be customers that are looking for, and these this is where we think we'll scale off the back of, really. Um, they, they're they customers that are looking for an experience, and they're looking for that experience at the time. They're not too worried about the, the fact it's rental or purchase or anything to that, that effect. It's about convenience and wanting to do something there and then So mm-hmm. I'm on holiday. I want to rent a kayak. I don't really care whether I have to buy it and then sell it or I, or I have to rent it. Their focus and the reality is, well, rental is obviously a lot more convenient than me having to buy it, list it, and sell it a day later. So I will rent it. Um, and if we can build that into bikes, we can build that into other sporting goods for experiences, then the, the, you end up sort of, well, actually, there's a return on experience that we can grow from. So you would start that process in an enjoyable environment, which we're already seeing with Airbnb, etc. Then you look at, how do you make it more practical for your community? How does community on your doorstep become more engaged and local? Um, and we focus on that real engagement and social engagement locally. So it could then become down to, well, you rented this out on holiday, but what about your tools that are sitting in the garage? What about the lawnmower that you use once a month? or? What about this idea? What about, you start sort of uh, putting in a variety of different concepts there that, that you can plant the seed with, and then once you find your your, your seam of gold, mm-hmm. you just keep working with that user until you end up getting those listings, um, and if not listings, use out of mm-hmm. them as well
1: yeah you talk a lot about the importance of of trust um you know and and this is one of the big barriers without naming names if you don't want to um previous marketplaces that have tried to to crack this this stuff sharing idea um what would you say might have been the reasons for they're, um, you know, maybe not being as successful uh, as, as they probably would have liked or even just, um, you know, folding completely. But do you think that they got that part of it wrong or have you seen them get other parts wrong? Um, what have you learned from the ones that haven't made it? If we go back,
2: early 2006, I think the Hire Hub were um, the closest thing to ourselves. Back then, um, I was looking at, and the Hire Hub um, were focusing on building a community around. I think it was Derby. It was certainly a northern town, um, and and they were they were getting people to list their items, and they got they got to sort of a fair amount of items, and they got a bit of traction in the area, and they got the concept starting being worked on. People started to understand what they were about, but the general um, principle was that you had to build. Um, momentum and enough momentum to, to to enable it to snowball and grow. And I don't think I've seen that in any other platform. I think I've seen mixed messaging. Um, when we look at branding concepts, uh, ideas, we've seen um, lack of lack of transparency in the insurance elements. So. They say that the item is covered, but the reality is they're using uh, contingency insurance to, to actually cover a guarantee rather than um, than a physical insurance product that's, that's uh, a first port of call product. Um, and they're, they're also uh, not necessarily engaging in the community element. I think that that's massively missed. I think that the community element um, and the community element that we have for our platform um, They, that's a real focus, Mm -hmm. because uh, if you can engage users on a local level to engage with each other, the results will speak for themselves.
1: You know, through the sharing economy community that we're both part of, that there are some amazing startups out there that have a real specialism when it comes to what they are, you know, renting or facilitating a rental peer-to-peer so fashion um, you know specific types of vehicles like camper etc why is stuff sharing so broad and and which things do you rule out so rent my so does that sort of cross over into you know could I rent a, a, an outfit on it or where, where do you draw the line because it's quite broad whereas other sharing marketplaces are often very specific and i have come across ones before that were just tools in your shed mm-hmm. um and I, I did work with a, a startup but again they, they did have trouble building that that momentum so stuff sharing it feels like it sometimes it sits in the middle and there are more specialist ones around the outside
2: and you're absolutely right um, that, that's that's uh that's a very you know honest and frank observation it's, it's blooming difficult to to pull everything together and say, well, look, you know, this is your one-stop shop for everything because the reality is if, if you're going to rent your bike, you're probably not going to want to rent your property on our platform. Um, so how do, how do we make all those elements work? Well, it, it's about networking and sharing the, the concept of sharing with everyone. I, I, I'd i love to say that, you know, all these platforms that are, are out there have have all achieved, you um, sort of airbnb status where it's mass adoption everyone's on board that's how it's all working um but i can't really say that wholeheartedly because i don't think it's happened and i think that actually collective working um will will be the result and, and working together to to enable this is, is how we grow so you know amazon started with, with, with books and and grew their business on the back of that, but they, they, they obviously very quickly branched out into see the, very excited bringing on board sellers to become the world's largest marketplace. Um, how, how do we, how do we replicate that success? Well, we, mm-hmm. we already have, um, lined up and, um, agreements in place with, with other content providers, um, to enable us to, to have enough content to make our platform sticky and the marketplace sticky, um, how do we get them to to work collectively well the, the sharing economy platform founders owners ceos it's in there it's in their nature to mm-hmm. want to to share you know we, we we're all focusing on making this this market mass adoption it's almost a in retail they, they pull the rung of the ladder up and i'm there first so you know you're not climbing this ladder behind me mm-hmm. whereas in, in the sharing economy, I feel that everyone is sort of, come on, let's do this together. Mm. And, and we, we we talked about recently um, the tipping point in uh, in a recent um, sharing economy uh, clubhouse, and we were we were chatting away and, and talking about well, when it reaches a critical mass of the tipping point, you know, then we'll start this this this, this sharing economy um, model will start growing exponentially. The reality is actually it's going to be more like a scrum uh, where we all hug and and grab each other and and get ourselves together and and sort of force our way to the top. Because Mm. without government guidance and leadership on on these elements, we need to to become a real force to be reckoned with. Uh, And I think collectively we can do that. Um, And uh, I I, I see when I speak to other founders and other um, um, chief execs, they, they, they can recognise that as well, because symbiotic working is, is going to be the result of, of the next level of internet.
1: That's um, that's inspiring and, and optimistic as well, and I, I really like it. Um, I realized we we've only got a few minutes left, but I just wanted to ask you, well, firstly, did, you did a panel with um, marketplace risk sponsors Aon um, at the the global summit. How how did that go? And and, and uh, just briefly, what what were some of the takeaways from it?
2: Uh, so Aon were, were absolutely fantastic hosts. Um, thank you very much for, for having me as a as a, as a panelist. Um, and uh, I found it really interesting the conversation prior to the to the meeting, and also the the all the. the, the panel um and then it also won the panel um the the focus um through the session was really about um how do how do how did small businesses and founders look at insurance um but then i sort of specifically pivoted it towards the sharing economy so you know they were were thinking well you know is there an off-the-shelf package that works out so they can get their um um a professional indemnity they can get their employer liability you know can we, can we put it all into one package can we create this kind of model Can we to create that kind of model and i think they were sort of focusing on the sort of cover wallet element um, and Diego, cover wallet it was absolutely fantastic um when we when we spun it onto the um the sharing economy side of things there really isn't a suitable product out there at the moment for peer-to-peer rentals um and so we talk about the other colleagues in the, in the sector working on contingency insurance policies but in the uk i'm really struggling to find that the right product um for for beer to beer rentals um and we we have identified a couple of partners on the back of that um but we were certainly in a chicken and egg situation where some markets were asking for a, a starting turnover of 20 million pounds um per annum and you, you're sort of looking at it going well yeah that's great but Hold on a minute. I've got to build it, uh, and I don't want to build it on a guarantee because we can identify that, that guarantees don't work, and risk is still a problem. Um, and so we, we sort of went back and forwards on that, um, and and now we now we do have a market that we're we're in discussions with, and a potential partner um, that really excites us. Um, and uh, I have to say that, that that you know both working with Aeon in that in that conversation, but um, giving them a platform uh, by Um, marketplace risk really enabled those conversations to to move forward uh, because people identified that we are very much focusing on the risk element first before just putting something out there to market.
1: That's brilliant that's wonderful to hear and I'm so pleased um, because I know a lot of people really um, enjoyed the the panel discussion as well so it seems like it's been a a benefit to to many people so thank you Tom and just a, a Quick one, you are fundraising at the moment. So um we are. do please chuck in a, a, a plug or a call to action or anything um where people can find out more about this raise or or rent my in general.
2: Yeah, so RentMy itself is 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 we're essentially a software company, not so much a marketplace. Um, we but the market. We just have a great name for a marketplace. So if you jump over to the rentmy.com uh, website, you'll see a little investor panel. Um, just tap in there and um, send over your details, and we'll be in touch with um, with uh, with our with our current raise. Um, I'm delighted to say we actually launched our raise last week on Thursday. We had a little breakfast um, with six potential investors, um, and eight of them invested. Wow! So that tells you how well it went. <laughs> um, we were very surprised by that. Uh, we raised a third of the money just on that alone, um, and they were angel investors. We didn't expect to have such a, a response, uh, and we were absolutely delighted. So,
1: yeah,
2: what a big smile that put on our face over the weekend! But Brilliant. Monday morning, straight well, back to it. Let's well, get let's get the rest of it. i with.
1: glad Stay I ready. managed to. Um to catch you on a on a monday then because it sounds like <laughs> uh, sounds like you would have had a celebratory weekend um tom thank you for your time today and we look forward to hearing more from you at marketplace risk events or, about RentMine. i'm sure you're going to be part of the community for a long time to come
2: oh no thank you oh, thank you very much for having us and thank you for all the hard work you put into uh the sharing economy and, and raising the profile combined because uh, it is us not uh, not me or not anyone or it is always combined us so thank you
0: thank you for tuning into the platform podcast be sure to follow us on social media at marketplace risk tune in next week for another podcast